You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, August the 27th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Another 263 coronavirus cases have been confirmed since midnight, according to Health Ministry statistics released this morning. Yesterday, 1,937 coronavirus cases were diagnosed out of some 21,100 out of were diagnosed. Just over 21,100 active coronavirus cases are in Israel. Of those cases, 428 people are in serious condition, 124 of them on ventilators. Two people died of coronavirus-related causes since midnight, bringing the number of fatalities in Israel since the start of the outbreak to 877. Currently, communities in the Arab sector are seeing increased infections. Israel's coronavirus response coordinator, Professor Roni Gamzu, during a tour of Umal Fahum and Baka al-Garbiya, criticized the holding of large weddings, which have been focal points for infection. Local authority heads called for allowing the sector to reopen event halls where hygiene and social distancing regulations can be upheld, they asserted. They said that the closure of the halls has simply moved the celebrations to private yards and homes where there is no oversight. In a related development, the Islamic Council for Religious Rulings in Israel has called on the Muslim public to scale down as much as possible the size of weddings and to limit events to just the nuclear family. Ukraine's government is due to discuss today a decision to ban mass gatherings in Uman. This in addition to the decision yesterday to ban the entry of foreigners in September. Ukraine's prime minister initiated the deliberation. Sources in Ukraine told Khan News that the letter sent by Israel's coronavirus response coordinator, Professor Roni Gamzu, to the Ukrainian president, urging him to ban the annual pilgrimage by Hasidic Jews to Uman over the Rosh Hashanah holiday, due to concerns that the site may become a virus hotspot, played a central role in the decision to ban the mass gatherings. Gamzu came under harsh criticism here in Israel over the letter, as ultra-Orthodox leaders demanded his ouster over his position against the mass pilgrimage, and the coalition chair, Miki Zohar of the Likud, also accused him of failing to take a severe stand regarding protesters who gather weekly outside the prime minister's official residence in Jerusalem. Gamzu, for his part, apologized for not informing the prime minister and the health minister that he had sent the letter regarding the Uman pilgrimage. He told Khan Radio he believed that as a professional it was his duty to express his opinion regarding the criticism he came under. Gamzu said that the government ministers must make some difficult decisions and perhaps are hesitant to do so because of the pressure they come under. He said that the thought of quitting the post has crossed his mind, but he banishes it. IDF forces overnight mapped out the home of the Palestinian terrorist who murdered Rabbi Shai Ochayon in a stabbing attack at Segula Junction yesterday. This was done in preparation for the possible demolition of the home. Ochayon, a 39-year-old Petach Tikva resident and father of four, was laid to rest last night. The terrorist Khalil Duikat, a 46-year-old resident of a Nablus area village, was arrested by police. The security establishment is checking if he had any accomplices. Three families accompanied by dozens of youth set up a settlement outpost in the Binyamin region overnight, Ma'ale Shai, named after Rabbi Shai Ochayon. 
A Khan reporter says that the encampment is in Area B near the villages Sinjil and Abu Abawin. Three months after a border police guard shot and killed an autistic Palestinian man outside Jerusalem's old city, he reenacted the incident last night for the Internal Police Investigations Unit. The border police guard's commander was also present. The commander told investigators that he told the border police guard to hold his fire and to stop shooting at the Palestinian, who was suspected at the time of being a terrorist, but his order was not heeded. The border police guard said he was given no such order. The family of the Palestinian, Ir al-Halak, is requesting footage of the incident. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on a Middle East mission met this morning with the Sultan of Oman. The official news agency of Oman said that the two discussed cooperation between their countries. Pompeo is on a regional trip that has included stops in Israel, Sudan, Bahrain, and the United Arab Emirates. He has encouraged Arab states to join Abu Dhabi in normalizing ties with Israel. And Foreign Minister Gabi Ashkenazi met this morning in Germany with his counterpart there, Heiko Maas. Ashkenazi said afterwards that he updated him on the latest developments in the Middle East and diplomatic ties between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. Ashkenazi said they also discussed the role of Iran's nuclear activities and Tehran's role in disrupting stability in the region. The weather outlook, cooler today, especially in the hills and inland, before temperatures begin to rise over the weekend. Tomorrow will be warmer, with Saturday calling for extremely hot conditions over most of the country, even hotter on Sunday. The Nature and Parks Authority is advising the public over the weekend to avoid long trails in open areas. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Haifa 29, Tel Aviv 30, Beersheba 33, and in Eilat going up to 39 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.